0: All right, quick note before we get started. Uh, if you are a producer of the Zero for Hire show, this is the show that we were doing at the beginning of the year up until about two months ago. If you're a producer, you need to cancel your payments for May uh, before those charges go through. If you're a producer over on the Odyssey, friend of the show, supporter, producer, whatever, you, however you see yourself... Um, Those payments are going to go through this month, and um, you need to go ahead and cancel those payments unless you want those payments to continue while I'm still finding my footing for this particular podcast. Um, That's something that I want to start off right on the back because I forgot to say it last time, and I want to make sure that uh, you guys don't get charged unintentionally. Uh, We'll start offering supporter services, producer services for this show uh, once we get that going, but uh, right now we don't have that going. So this is just a reminder um, to the friends of the show and producers who are um, supporting the show through Odyssey um, to cancel those payments. Uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna have the Odyssey payments going through anymore. Uh, we'll do that through Substack in the future. So okay, now. first i'll say welcome to the show we are still um we still don't really have a a name for the show um i had settled on zero talks and then i found out that zero talks that marketing services zero whatever it's a software or something like they have zero talks they have some other things that i came up with and um I got to make sure that I differentiate myself. So that's not good. That's not good at all. <clears throat> Holy vocal fry. In my throat. I it's, it's early in the morning. And I wanted to start recording at night. I feel like my brain is a little more sparky at night. But... Um, my wife and I were sitting up late. And so I didn't. So... I'm going to do something... Oh, there he is. I've been, we've been reading this book and going to Bible study and attending a new church. And talking about, um, you know, relationship with God. And there's a lot of talk there because we're part of a new church plant. And so as part of a new church plant, a good thing you do is to start people off so they know what you're about at the church, um, Obviously, you're pointing people toward a direction of a relationship with Christ. And you want to make sure they understand what that means and have a good relationship with Christ. And one of the big things is um, not not having a bunch of fake people, I guess. And so... You try to find ways to explain that and you try to find ways to explain it through scripture because you don't want to just be anecdotal. And one of the first things on my mind this morning was this concept of makeup. And don't ask me why I was thinking about makeup this morning because I don't wear makeup. But to my knowledge, there's like two different types of makeup. There's people who wear makeup all day long. They make up their face because they want you to think this is what they look like. They know they're not fooling you. Um, You know this is what they look like with makeup. But for the most part, this is what they want you to think that they look like. You know, these are people who won't even go to the mailbox without putting on some sort of makeup. And then you have people who put on makeup for a specific purpose. Uh, They're a character on a television show or in a play or something like that. Um, they're wearing makeup for the camera for a specific instance. And in the dream I was having, there was a bunch of people in a room, and the person with the microphone up front was saying, for everybody who's wearing makeup for the camera, get up to the front before you mess up your makeup. You're not here to hang out with your friends and make them think that this is what you look like. You're here to get a picture. You're here to, to shoot your scene while your makeup is still fresh. While you still look good. Your your makeup is only for the camera. So please move up to the front of the line. It's like a room full of cosplayers or something. And this is the idea that I have in mind here. Is like. I feel like God wants. People who are real. To the degree that. You have this mentality that even when I'm wearing makeup, I'm only wearing makeup for a specific purpose. I'm only acting this way. I'm only dressing this way. I'm only doing these things for a specific purpose. But this isn't who I am. You know? Um, sometimes when you wear, for men, sometimes when you wear a shirt and tie, when you wear um, nice clothes, you feel like you're wearing a costume. You can always tell when somebody's uh, on their way to court to defend themselves because their suit looks terrible. It's baggy, it's hanging off of them, it's not tailored to their body. Um, They're trying to impress somebody. That kind of deal. Because a guy who wears shirts because that's how he wants to dress, uh, button-up shirts, he'll pick a shirt that fits his body. And if it doesn't fit his body, he'll probably try to get it tailored a man who cares about that kind of thing isn't going to wear a baggy shirt that makes it look like it's his court date so he can keep his children. <clears throat> so, those are some that's the direction I'm I'm going with this. If you look in numbers 22, Balaam, he's like this prophet who got paid to curse Israel. And I wanted to start with him, one because uh, just keeping the stories chronologic, chronological, and you can you can kind of pick from who they are. But I like this story because Balaam is a dude who's like, he is who he is. Yeah, he's a prophet, but like he's, I guess he's greedy or he has money problems or you know his loyalties aren't really where they should be. But but who he is and what he wants to do. It's not fake. And so, in this particular story, it's to a detriment, but most people understand Balaam, Balaam's story from, from when his donkey... So, so what's going on is he's going... Um, where is he going to? He's going... He, he says he saddled his donkey and went to the, le- to the leaders of Moab. So, I don't know where he's coming from. This isn't a Bible study. But the dude's walking. He's got his donkey. I don't... I don't know if he's riding his donkey or if he has this stuff on his donkey um, to carry. But God is like done with this dude. So it says, "Oh, it says he was riding his donkey." And in, in Numbers twenty-two and twenty-two. But God was angry with him, and the angel of the Lord took his took his stand in the way. So he so Balaam's riding his donkey down the road. He's getting ready to go talk to these people about how they're going to t- take down Israel. And God has the angel of the Lord standing there with his sword drawn, ready to kill Balaam as soon as he comes up to him. Now, this is a spiritual situation, so Balaam don't see the angel. But the donkey that he's riding sees the angel. So if you know a donkey, you know donkeys are known for being stubborn. <clears throat> Sometimes my dog does this stuff. He'll he'll get a whiff or something. And he wants to smell it. And he don't care if we're trying to walk. And he will not move. And my wife is like yanking on the, on the collar. And he's just not going to move. It's like that. The donkey's not moving. And he just stops. And Balaam is like, come on, donkey. Like, let's go. Like, you, you're making me late. And the donkey ain't going to move. It is when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord. She laid down under him. And, uh, so now, now, not only is the donkey not moving, but the donkey is just, just like laying on the ground and he is not, she, or she is not going to let him move forward. Now, what he don't understand is the donkey's actually being quite loyal by protecting him from the angel. I don't think that the, that the donkey is scared that she's going to get killed. I think the donkey's being loyal, but Balaam is like so mad that he's like hitting the angel with or the, the donkey with his stick and the donkey is like i'm paraphrasing for sure because i'm tired I'm, and, I, and it's not gonna come across right if i read it numbers 22 if you want to read exactly what's saying but the donkey is like dog why do you keep hitting me and balaam is like because you make a fool out of me you you think i'm you think you're just gonna lay here you know i got stuff to do we trying to get somewhere, and you playing around. You need to get up. Let's go. Now, this is what I talk about. Balaam is who he is. He is so dead set on getting the bag that the donkey is talking to him, and he don't even acknowledge the fact that that's not normal. Don't even acknowledge it. He just keeps on talking. Why do you keep hitting me? Because you won't move. (laughs) Like, you ever snap at somebody the wrong way and be like, come on, man, let's go. I love this story. Um, There's another guy, and he's arguing with the donkey. Balaam's arguing with the donkey because he's, he's just trying to get where he's trying to get. And he don't even acknowledge the supernatural element of what's going on here. And then I see the same kind of reaction in Gideon over in uh, Judges, I believe. And Gideon is the youngest of his family. And his family is the least of their tribe. So he's like a peon. Don't nobody respect Gideon. And his family, they ain't nobody. You know, they just trash as far as everybody else is concerned. And this angel appears to Gideon and he's just like, oh, blessed are you, mighty warrior. And Gideon's like, oh, yeah? Well, if I'm so blessed, then how come I'm trash? Why you come up in here talking messing with me? You? you know I'm having a bad day. Talking all this yin yah yi, yish yash. I'm the lowest in my tribe. My tribe is the lowest of all the tribes. You, you, you hear you go talking all that schnizna. Why are you? Why are you even messing with me? He don't even understand or or acknowledge the supernatural element of what's going on in his life. And, you know, you read later in the story, Gideon is like that. He's the kind of dude that's just like, when he gets in his feelings. I don't, he, I, it don't seem like he really think things through before he reacts. Like he just, oh yeah. Like, like that, that, that particular moment. I love, he just kind of snapped and I've snapped at people like that. Important people, people who are bigger than me getting ready to beat me up and they say something and I just like snap and I just go off and it's they'll back off. You know? <laughs> like, I remember, um, there was a very immoral woman who was trying to get my attention by getting on my nerves, and I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I was just having a bad day, and she was like, blah, 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 and I just snapped, and um, I was at work, and my boss caught me getting ready to tell this chick off because she was like legit getting on my last nerve that day. And I didn't realize that she was trying to flirt with me and I wasn't in a position where I even wanted her to flirt with me. I was just trying to get through my day and she was just like getting on my nerves. And and you have moments like that. And it's funny because that's when people really see who you are, what you're capable of. And, um, they realize like, this is your actual capacity and sometimes you don't even realize that's your actual capacity. Like this is who you really are. Your determination, your you know, your fire inside or whatever. So going back to Gideon, you know, God's done all this amazing stuff and helped him build an army and you know, he, like he first he snapped at the angel and he's just like, Yeah, if I'm big stuff, then how come uh, how come I'm trash? And then God's done all this stuff to help him build an army, and and dude is leading an army, like legit leading the army. And he's like, you know what, God? I don't know about all this. I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to lay this fleece out, and and why don't you have, like, the dude be on the fleece but not on the ground in the morning? And sure enough, God grants his request. And he looks at it. He's just like, "Mm, uh, nah, 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 nah. You know what? I'm going to flip this over. Why don't we do the opposite? Okay, just just to be sure, just to be for real, for real, let's do the opposite. I'm gonna flip this. I want the dude to be on the ground and not on the fleece. <laughs> and it's like to a degree, like, bro, who's you talking to? Like this? Do you understand that he's God? And and I think yes, but like that's who he is. That's who this man is. He's like. I'm going to say what I really believe. I'm going to say what I really think. I'm not wearing makeup to make you think this is what I look like. I'm wearing makeup for the camera. I'm not really, like, the general and stuff like that. I'm not really, like, the great military leader you trying to you trying to tell me I am. Like, this is who I am. I'm trash, and you're pushing me too far. <laughs> um... And I think God really liked that about him. Is that he wasn't. He was the man for the job. Now. Later in Gideon's life. I think he let all that get to his head. And he started really thinking. Like he was something that he ain't. And he kind of became a terrible dude. And I think that. That is an element. Of this quality of person. that. You can get God. If if God does great things through you and in, in, in your life, after a minute, like, you can turn into the kind of person that starts letting that get to your head once you start thinking about it because you forget and then you start thinking, oh, this is me. And you, you know, you have that one moment, you smash the pots and, and you start letting it get to your head and it's like you're dining out on that one time, that last that last touchdown in the, in, from the football game. And you're like, you still just dining out on that for years and years. The time that dude walked up and you clocked him and he was down one punch. And you just dining out on that story for years and years. And it, it and it can go wrong. But in that moment, there was glory. And I think the man who just who who's is who he is and he's gonna act the way he's supposed to in the moment. I think that's what God's looking for in these people. There's a lot of stories in the Bible where God is doing that. Um, we were talking about our Bible study about Samuel and, um, you know, how he was like a trickster and he was kind of a no good guy. But like I kind of had to speak up for my boy or not Samuel, um, I um, Jacob I had to speak up for my boy, Jacob, because. You know, you can look at it like he was a bad dude and he was a trickster. Or you can look at it like nothing was going to stand in his way. And his determination was so great that nobody and nothing, not even his brother, not the uh, tradition of inheritance or anything was going to stand in his way. He tricked his dad into blessing him with the the double blessing. Uh, He went out and he worked for Rachel and the dad tried to get over on him. And he had to work another like six or seven years to get the woman he actually wanted then he went back home and he was like, God, my brother's going to kill me. I'm scared. And, but even though he was scared, like nothing was going to stop him from meeting up with his brother and going home. You know, he to the degree that he ends up wrestling with an angel all night. And it's like, no, you ain't going to stop me. And you could look at it like, was it was he wrestling with God? Was he wrestling with an angel? But the point is, like, he don't even acknowledge the supernatural element. You're not going to stop me. That's 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 his mentality. You're not going to stop me. You're going to have to put me down as God if you're going to stop me, which God, you know, God had to do that. But these stories like really look at look at look at the people's personalities in these stories. One one of the most famous ones is when Jesus is separated from the disciples and they're crossing the river. And there's a storm, not the river, uh, sea, and the, and there's a storm at sea, and I mean these dudes are in for real danger, and they're looking for Jesus, and then they look out, and they see somebody walking, and they and the dudes, man, the dudes in the boat, like this this is this is a story about who you really are, without thinking about it, this is just who you are. The dudes in the boat is like, oh no, it's a ghost, it's a ghost, and they like, you know. They messed up. That's who they are. Oh, this is this, the ghost, this is Dracula. He coming to get us the dog. He's got my leg. I feel him. He's pulling me down the ocean. They bug it out, right? And then Peter look and he's or I think Jesus said something to him. And Peter was like, whoa, is that Jesus? And Jesus was like, Yeah. If that's you, call me. Call me out to you. And and okay, come on. Peter got gets out of the boat. And starts walking on the water with Jesus. Like, he don't acknowledge the supernatural element of what is going on. He's just like, Jesus, if you call me, I'm coming. If you call me to you, I'm coming for you. He gets out of the boat and he's walking. Not just regular walking on water like a placid lake or nothing. This is a storm, bro. He is walking on a storm. He ain't even thinking about that. What does he think about? Jesus said, come on. All right. If if Jesus said it, it is it must be good. Everybody else in the boat, bugging out, they they think and they see the tooth fairy and the Dracula. Oh, it's La Rona. She coming for me. Peter's like, is that Jesus? Gets out of the boat. Walking on the water. Then finally he starts like, oh dang, um, this is actually like a not a good idea. <laughs> he starts, you know, then he starts sinking. But before that, he just he just gets out and he just does it, man. Look, situations are going to show you who you really are. And it's going to show God who you really are. It's not like God doesn't already know. I think, I don't, I don't know. God needs you, the real you, in order to, to do his work. And so, again, I go back to the makeup and the cosplayers. There's two kind of people, man. There's people that wear makeup because they want you to think this is what they really like. And then there's people that wear makeup because it's appropriate for the situation. And and if you wear makeup because it's appropriate for the situation, go and get, get done what you need to get done. Because we know that's not really you. And God knows that's not really you. Because that's not what he wants anyway. He just wants the real you to come out because that's what he needs to get the job done. All these other people walking around trying to act like they hot stuff. Trying to act like they, you know, the most beautiful, the most intelligent. Oh, I'm, uh, you know, it's like, it's like watching cable news, you know. You you listen to these freaking dummy dumbheads behind the desk, the anchors, you know, the teleprompter readers. All they're doing is reading something that's on the screen that's pre-written. They don't know what they're saying. They be using dumb words. They, they're using big words that they don't even know how to use in a sentence. That they don't know what the what the words are. They're using all these big words. like, you, And you can tell they don't know what they're saying. Because you get them in a freestyle conversation. And they start. The word is verbose. They just become so verbose. They They start using words. And arrangements that don't make no sense for the situation. You know? Listen to Kamala Harris talk. And they just be, they just be saying stuff. And it's like, I can't even really emulate it because it's so bad. You know, they say, in terms of, and in matters of, and, you know, this particular... Like, they talk in a way where it's like, they're, they're trying to keep things vague. But they're also trying to make it sound like it's a special case. You know, so they'll say like, well, with this particular governor, we're going to have to do things in such a way where it's it's a it's we're doing things in the in the manner of these this set of laws because it applies here. And you're like, what are you saying, though? And they'll be like, well. What we've done in accordance to this particular situation is acted according to the law as it was written. Um, and and you know what I mean? Like they're not saying anything, but they're, but they're trying to like make it sound like they're really, really laying it out for you. Like the Jean Pierre, like just listen to her talk. Like it's just, it's crazy. And you, you know, that you don't. How do I say it? It's like the words are in English, but they're not saying that, and it doesn't mean anything because they don't know the answer or they're trying to obfuscate the truth. It's not just politicians. It's it's like anchors, news people, people on television. Like, when you're watching TV, listen to what they're saying because they make it sound like like they're shielding you from the truth. Like, smart people don't need to do that. They, they just tell you, and, and they let you wrestle with the truth. Anyways... Don't be like that don't don't be decorated for the sake of being decorated, like just be you, just be who you are, and this isn't like a you are good enough half self esteem kind of crap. It's like maybe God is looking for trash, Maybe God has you in a situation where he just needs an everyday trashy person to just come in and be like, "Uh, why y'all eating that? that's nasty, <laughs> you know maybe." The emperor's the emperor's clothes story, you know, and the little boy was like the emperor naked. Everybody's sitting here acting like his clothes are so beautiful. Like maybe he just needs you to be you. Go out on the water and and let God's power be seen through you. Now in the case of Balaam, I think that he lets that situation shine for our sake. I don't know if Balaam ever really learned his lesson i probably have to go back and read that part of the story but you know you you know you got something going on when you you don't even respond to the situation the supernatural element you know so we're getting it looks like these podcasts are going to be about 25 30 minutes long the last ones have been about 30 minutes long this one's looking like it's 25 thanks for listening today i hope that what i'm saying is beneficial to you and that you have some value that you find value in it uh seeing how the the concept for this podcast is what's happening in my world and yours and in yours um i i this is definitely falls in the our world category i um i want to remind you guys this is a value for value podcast so if, if you do find value, please share back. Um, I have a telegram group where you guys can join a conversation, leave feedback. I've been getting some decent feedback from listeners. Um, if you want to leave clips, if you want to leave um, news clips or articles for me to check out and, and to pull some stuff, when we do talk about current events, we'll do that. Uh, you might have noticed that right now I'm not doing specific stories on current events because i want to um i don't want to date these episodes just yet i don't want it to be a here's what happened today like all the time we'll do that from time to time but i want this to be more or less evergreen right now in the beginning and like i said we're currently on substack and we are not spread out to other podcast platforms so if you know somebody who would enjoy the show please share it with them please bring some people in i had a friend that brought in like three or four people into the telegram chat and i really appreciate that and welcome everybody who's listening to the show um you 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 might find it weird that i was talking about the bible and then i pivoted into some politics and stuff even though i didn't get super specific with the politics but that is that's kind of the impetus for this show like that's that's what I do. I I like politics. I like the news. I'm interested in those things, especially if it involves the media and how they communicate to the people. Uh, those are things I like to talk about. Um, I'm a musician. I, I have some things from the music world I'm going to be talking about. I'm I'm an artist of many stripes, and I will be bringing things to the show concerning that. And um, yeah we go a lot of different places so uh, welcome to the show thanks for hanging out if you have a good name for the show let me know in the telegram in the general comments and um just put like name for the show or something in there because i'm still i'm still struggling with that one anyways i don't want to ramble too much i want you to have a beautiful day and i will see you tomorrow with another episode